Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? Right, y'all. I am here. It's your girl D. Scott. It's Tell the Truth Tuesday, May 9th, 2017. And tonight's show is called DNA. So basically, uh, what's in yours? And tonight we will be having Tracy Vincent on the show. We had her on the show two weeks ago. And so basically, my apologies to all my new listeners in France. Uh, But um, my apologies last week And I see that my male listeners Have now gone up to 71% So I'm really excited about that But okay And um, my apologies for not being on air last week There was a situation And when I'm feeling malice I don't want to get on air and say something That I'm going to regret saying Or involve people that really I shouldn't show any attention to at all Because it's negativity So I try to stay out of that loop And not to say because one thing you maybe you guys don't know I don't edit my shows so if I if you ever hear me say like I'm editing my shows it just means I'm listening to them I don't go back and cut things out or try to fix situations there have been plenty of shows other people's shows that I've been on that they've edited or that they've you know oh misplaced the tape because you know a preacher cussed at me or whatever said I was Satan's spawn you know that type of thing for those of y'all that know me y'all know exactly what show I was talking about so Tonight's show is called DNA, What's in Yours? And actually, it's based on one of my favorite tracks from Kendrick Lamar right now. So the song goes, I have loyalty and royalty inside my DNA, and he's basically saying, what's in your DNA? So it's Tell the Truth Tuesday, and as I promised, I'm going to have Tracy on the show. She's running for school board in our area, and I wanted to chat with her about the election. Um, And basically, I wanted to know about lineage. So I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. I was watching a show called The White Queen. This was, I think, a year or two ago. So that show actually ceased, and now there is a show called The White Princess, which is about her daughter Lizzie. Now, this isn't all fictional. This is, you know, real life shit, you know, from Queen Elizabeth. You know, Mary Henry and I were into the situation with the Tudors. Lizzie ended up marrying Henry Tudor, which we know is Margaret's son and so on and so forth. So if you're familiar with that lineage, I'm very fascinated by that. I also started watching a new show called American Gods. Couldn't wait for that fucking show to come out because Ricky Whittle plays Whittle. Uh, He's a football player over in the UK, plays uh, the main character, Shadow Moon. And if you guys aren't familiar with anything to do with American gods, it's based on the god Odin, which is actually Thor and what's Thor's father, but it's Loki's stepfather. 
Shadow Moon actually represents Baldir, which is uh, Odin's son to Frigg. So basically, Odin is called Mr. Wednesday on the show because in North Norse mythology, uh, Odin his name you know means means you know Wednesday so on and so forth. Thor is Thursday. Frigg, which was Baldir's mother, is for Friday, and that's in their culture. So I was very. Uh, it was very profound for me to see them do a shot with Orlando Jones uh, with Anansi, which is an African character, an African deity, an African god uh, that was based on a spider. And so it shows, you know, Anansi, which they call him Mr. Nancy. So I love the way that they're showing how gods can be living amongst us on earth and we wouldn't even know. So I'm not really into Neil Gaiman's literature. I wasn't, I'm not really into, uh, fiction. However, these are things that if you look at the way that the show's written and it's beautifully written, they they uh depicted the Zarea sisters with Chorus Leachman, uh, which is basically our uh evening star and our morning star, and then the sister who was chained to Polaris, they did an excellent job depicting that. I think his name is Chernabog. He is basically a lot of people thought that it was racist that he kept talking about in the series, um you're black and your skin is black and things of such. And basically the reason they were saying that is because he is the duality and the brother's name is Bilbog. Now, Chernabog, because they are Slavic, in which a lot of people don't understand that, the Slavics were the original first slaves. That's where the word slave comes from. So basically you see Chernabog, the one with the hammer, it's not Thor, uh, have a conversation with Shadow Moon talking about blackness, and it's because he was actually called the black god. So I love that American Gods makes you have to kind of study up on your mythology and what's going on. I love the fact that they put Anansi in there. I love the fact that they put Belkis, which a lot of people don't know that in Spanish culture there's a lot of girls named Belkis, you know, but what you're doing, that's why you have to, you know, what's in a name? You have to be careful what you're naming people because Belkis is basically she was a prostitute. And um, she steals people's souls, not just men's. I, I love that they show that she has lesbian relations because I think it fits into our time right now. She's full-lipped, full-bodied, full-breasted, and that's how she was depicted in ancient Egyptian culture. So when we talk about DNA, what's in your lineage? So basically American gods deals with the old gods and now the new gods, which are the Internet. Anything in mythology that is worshipped is considered a god. So you'll see Belkis having sex with men and, you know, having them worship her and things like that. And you'll see people worship the Internet, and that's why Odin, who was technically, the you know, the old god, he doesn't deal with any type of technology, no phones, no television, none of that. He deals with, you know, straight murder. He's, you know, they, they said in Marvel comics that he was a god of peace, but he actually wasn't. He was the, uh, the, the god of war. He's a Viking. Uh, put out one of his own eyes. That's what they did back then to prove loyalty. So as we're talking about DNA and we're talking about lineage, it brings to light the fact that, you know, I, I see a lot of men commenting on, women that don't cook and women that don't know how to shave and women that don't take care of themselves and can't grow their eyebrows or eyelashes or edges or whatever it is. And, you know, you have to blame, you know, the mother. Because I, I've said before, we don't have Big Mama anymore. So we don't have a lot of these girls, and that's, you know, part of these conferences that actually Tracy and I, who will actually be on the show in a minute, go to. We talk about 
trying to figure out, you know, if we can have a cotillion for these young ladies, if we can teach them etiquette, if we can teach them that maybe, you know, some, some different types of things for hygiene and teach them about taking care of their hair with a little bit more organic or all-natural products as opposed to just slapping a perm in your hair and being done with it or wearing a weave or wearing a wig. You know, we talk about at these meetings how we can better, you know, serve the community as far as young men are concerned and having things for them to do like sports and things as such so that they stay out of trouble. And so when you look at lineage, these are all things that queens do. So when you have queens, white, black, or indifferent, come together to empower other women so that they're able to go home and take that information to their children. That's something quite powerful that I don't think anybody can really fuck with at this point. So if I feel like something is threatening me from being able to do that, then I just shut it down. So for me, I feel that um, part of my lineage is the fact that I was the oldest girl. I was the only daughter to my father, but to my mother, she went on to remarry. Um, To my mother, I was the only girl for almost 18 years. So there's a certain responsibility that comes with that, and I take that very seriously. So with my nieces, with, you know, my sister, and with anybody that I try to come in contact as far as a young lady or a young woman is concerned, I always start with help, you know, unless you disrespect me and then we get to hindrance. So part of that is because that's the way I was raised. I was raised by all wives. I don't know what it's like to be, you know what I'm saying, unmarried or, you know, struggling or any of that because I always had a system in place. So make no mistake about it, I've struggled. But I don't know what it's like to feel alone. I don't know what it's like to be able to, you know, go to my mom and then she not know the answer to something because I had you know what I'm saying, this great network network of women, and that goes to one of the chapters in my book when we talk about sisterhood. And I feel that as women, we really get away from the sisterhood because I don't like that bitch because of this, and I don't like that hoe because of that. And for me, I'm always trying to use everything as a teaching moment. So even though I hadn't spoken to Tracy in, in many years, I hadn't seen her. I would seen her at Volunteer Fest earlier in the week for the Human Rights Commission, which I also sit on the board of that. And um, I didn't get a chance to say hello to her. And then when I find out she's running for school board, I almost felt like it was my responsibility to try to help this woman get into a place that she needs to be because a lot of times there's a lot of hatred when you see another woman climbing to try to get to a certain place and she doesn't have that network that, say, her male counterpart would. So I am going to take this call. I'm hoping that it's her. And, caller, are you there? I am here. It's me, Miss Casey Vincent. Hello, my dear. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? You are doing good. You sound exhausted. Campaign whooping your behind? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is, but it's going good, so, so I can't complain. Good. So why don't you introduce yourself to everyone, and then we'll get into it about about the election, which is actually coming up on what it's the – what day is it coming up? On um, the 16th. On the 16th, that's what I thought. So go ahead, reintroduce yourself to anyone as if, because we have some some listeners from France now. I didn't know that. So oh, and and, awesome. and just so Hello. you know, our our my my listeners have jumped up to 71% male. So what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, they're listening. <laughs> yeah, since the last show, it's jumped up to 71% male all of a sudden, right? <laughs> so go ahead and reintroduce yourself to everyone. Hello, everyone. I am. Tracy Vincent, and I am a candidate for the school board in Niagara Falls. Um, I live in Niagara Falls, and that's that's pretty much who I am. (laughs) And you're trying to win. Now, let me ask you this. Have you had any issues yet with any slandering? Um, 
Not to my knowledge, not that I've been aware okay, of. Well, so I can't really say that I have. Okay. And so what are some of the challenges that you faced on the campaign trail besides time? Oh, um, being a newcomer and people not really knowing much about me, I think sometimes people might get stuck in the old ways or things that are the just traditional natural. Ways, or, exactly. So just getting people to look at a new face, listen to a new face, and want to see something different. Maybe that's maybe the biggest challenge that I'm facing. Now, let me ask you this. How many seats are um, open for the school board? There's only one, just one. See, I heard there was two. I knew it was only one because somebody said, oh, there's two, and I'm like, I don't think so. Now, who are some of the people that you're actually running against? Um, Mr. Kasemi, who is the president right now. The front um, runner, right. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Herbert Lewis. Mm. Now, what's funny about that is that I've known Herbert for a very, very long time, and I had no idea that he was actually running until I saw him, like, last week. And he's like, yeah, you know I'm running for school board. I guess you guys have a um, you have a meeting tomorrow, correct, a debate? We have a debate, yes. Tomorrow we have a debate at the Niagara Falls Library on Main Street. And tell everyone how they can come down and show up to support. Be there at 6 o'clock. Come upstairs to the auditorium, and we will – Begin the debate at six o'clock. So just oh my goodness! Now, are you ready for the debate? I am. You know, I I am. uh, I am. There's. This is all a learning experience for me, and you know, you can't really go up against experience with the knowledge of what they know, but with the passion and the fire that I have, and the desire of being there and being an advocate for everyone. For the students and the and the parents, I, I, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to take this on. I'm ready. Oh to no, my you, you can go up with somebody. You can go up against somebody that has experience because you're going to go in there and you're going to talk about the experience that you have had with children and with the IEPs and with what you're going to try to do with the budget and with what you're going to try to do about the taxes and with what you're going to try to do for the children. And you can also exactly. talk about the fact you're going to go in there with the fact that there are no females that sit on the board. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. 100%. Right, and you're going to go in there tomorrow and you're going to talk about the experience that you've had in running. And at the end of the day, I'm going to just put this completely out there because I know Herbert personally. He is going to be very aggressive. I'm not, I don't think, I think what's going to happen is that him and Kinsemi are going to actually end up locking horns. So hopefully none of it will be directed at you. You understand what I'm saying? But I definitely oh, I know that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I definitely oh, I know do. that they're going to try to, you know, take their shot. And you do know that as a woman, we cannot take that personally. We just have to oh, look definitely. at it and say, mm-hmm. this is a person, this is just a human being that wants a position that I have in life. And I'm not going to let them have it or I'm going to do my best. Well, no, not do my best. We have to have a better verbiage than that. I'm going to slay this whole conversation. I'm going to shut it down. So hopefully you did all the digging that you need to do and hopefully you did all the research that you need to do because the only way to win against this male-dominated political forum is to be well-informed on all aspects of not just the school board but each of the candidates. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? What I'm trying to say 
Yes, 100%. 100%. And -hmm. it's so funny because I was talking to um, Saladin the other day, and he says to me, he says, yeah, you know, he was talking about Tracy running for the school board, and he's like, and she said something to me that was so, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, he he said that, yeah, you know, you were ready. And he said that you said to him, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to stop being nice or something like that. And I was like, that's so good that she said that because (laughs) I was like, we had this conversation, and I was like, no, girl, listen, certain things don't go outside of this room, you know, when we were at the meeting a couple weeks ago. Because, you know, I want to see, you know, somebody in the position that needs to be there other than someone that's just there because it's tradition. You know, we have the same situation going on in our legal system with some of the judges and some of the lawyers and things like that that are just in the system. And I, I witnessed it myself you know, just being in a system where it's like people are just used to being like, oh, that's it, you're done, and case closed, and it's not always case closed. So hopefully we are able to get you in there. I'm not going to be able to be there. I think I'll be able to come up there probably at about quarter two to give you a little pep talk, and then I'm just going to, like, disappear (laughs) out the side, you know. Okay. I'll be wearing all black. I'll be the one in all black. I'll be like, what just happened? So I think that as – um a woman, you just always have to be ready to be that pit bull with no leash. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what I was going to say. There's a difference about being nice. And when I mean about it's time to not be nice, it's nothing with my personality. It's, you know, there's a time for being nice and it's time to get down to business. And when I walk in there, it's business. I like that. It's business. Do you know what I mean? And it's nothing personal. And, you know, you shake hands in the end. That's what men do. You know, you go down to Texas, that's what they do. They can almost beat each other down in a bar brawl, have a glass of bourbon, shake hands, and be done with it, and be like, and I still don't like you, I still don't like your views, but may the best man win. And literally that's how I would take it. And so hopefully you got your game face on tomorrow. So what are the things that you hope that they're going to bring up in the debate or that you know? Do you already have the prerequisite for the debate? No, I don't. Um, Mm -hmm. I I, I really want them to talk about the budget. Do you know what I mean? That is so important. Oh, they will. Yeah, and so it's it's so important to and knowing get my the boy out there to vote, be all to vote over for it. that budget. Oh, yeah, yeah. You right. Know, it's, it's, it, and that's it. I mean, we can discuss the budget, but if we don't have the community coming out and voting for our budget, what else it doesn't matter. We, 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 exactly. So, you know, that that's the most important to me is just making sure people come out and vote for that budget, regardless of who you're going to vote for as a candidate. Make sure you get out there and vote for that budget. This The school district needs it. We need that, regardless of who's in there. We need our budget. We have to have our budget. So, you know, that that's that's how I feel. And so now, are there any concerns that you have with this election? Because I know that you last meeting that we had, you said that you were going to end up going door to door and just making sure that your face got out there and, you know, doing the cleanup um, last Saturday and things like that and, and just getting your face out in the community. Because I think that people know who you are. I mean, I'm, I'm, we, we've lived here, like, forever. So even leaving and coming back, people still know who you are. So I don't think that that was the issue. But I think putting the name to the face, you understand what I'm saying, and realizing, oh, yeah, that's her. You know yes, what I mean? I yes. think that's the bigger issue with our city and our community. Um, I think I did rather well. The okay. rain kind of put a and we got everybody registered? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And we got yeah. everybody registered, yeah. right? Yeah. Did they realize yeah. how that easy it been... was to register? Because I oh find that goodness. people that yes. don't vote, it's like, really? Like that's and you want to complain, you can't. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't. You, can't you have to be registered. You, so you can have your voice. You have to be registered to have your voice. And our voice 
is so important right now, more than ever, more than ever. Now, what is your main um, your main objective once you get on school board? Like, if they said, "Okay, you got it, you won," it was a landslide, whatever. What's the first thing that you're going to do? The first thing that I'm going to do is listen. I need to listen. You know, it, it's I not just it. me as an individual because in order to make a change and to continue the progress that we have, I have to listen. And then I will be able to voice my opinion and my concerns. But it all starts with listening. There's no other way to do anything. We have to listen. We have to listen to new ideas. We have to listen to what our superintendent is suggesting is making positive changes in in, in our district. So that's that's what I want to do. I want to listen and, and then go from there. I love it because, you know, they always say as women, we don't listen. I know that's why I probably couldn't run for any office because I ain't listening. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer to everything is no. Can you get no? And, you know, shout out to Bridget Miles because I'm telling you right now, like, oh. seriously, without her, like, we wouldn't be able to be putting anything in motion because I just oh. literally, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that was today? Like, I need my own, I need her, like, as my own personal secretary and not just with the city. You know what I'm saying? So she She's does awesome. a tremendous She's job awesome. with that. Very personable. I mean, it's just it's too much. I had to I had to text her today and tell her something like, "Oh my goodness," you know. So, because I missed a meeting today because I was I was otherwise out of town uh, for the moment and then came back too late and was unable to make the meeting. So I was like, you know, let Brian Archie know, you know, what's going on. But I definitely want to wish you well. I'm gonna definitely uh, try to make a beeline up there at probably at about a quarter to just to give you a little pep talk put some little, you know, bit of rocks in your belly, you know, just to get you pepped up, and then I'm going to let you blow it all up, and then I'm going to leave. I'm like, yeah, that's my work right there, you know. So it's been a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully we have some good luck. And like I said, I already know where I'm supposed to vote. I'm definitely going to encourage people to make sure, because actually the vote is uh, next Tuesday then. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, the vote is next Tuesday. So we'll be doing a show. Are you going to stay up all night and watch the polls? No, I'm not. You're going to go I'm to not. sleep and just wait wait and find out in the morning. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I, I really, somebody else asked me that, and I said, no, I, I, I'm not. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's, because it's, what's done is done, and, and I love that answer. Exactly. What's done is done. There's nothing you can do. Exactly. So I just, I definitely feel that. So I am going to wish you much luck. I'm definitely going to come up there tomorrow to make my shadow appearance and, you know, give you a hug and give you some good luck, um, little pep talk. And, um see what the crowd is looking at, because I don't know how they're going to narrate that. How how are they going to set that up? I know, because I, I know there's somebody that's that's going to be there, you know, liberating the questions from the audience, or they, or they already have a set, uh, set you know, uh, scorecard of, of questions that they want to ask each person, and then they give each person so long to answer the question. Yeah. So I'm surprised yeah. you haven't got the cheat sheet yet. <laughs> No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, so you're me? you're just gonna be ready for everything. You, you I am. Just gonna, I am. I am. You gotta be ready. To, be, like if they ask you, do you like orange juice? Be like, yeah, no pulp. I think it's great. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to be ready for everything. But good luck to you. I will see you tomorrow at 5:45. I'm actually gonna leave the show playing Kendrick Lamar DNA. I was actually talking about how people, you know, what people's lineage is, and so I think that. Whether you win or whether you lose, I think this is something great to show your children. I think it's something great for the city. I think it's great that you 
were a woman in my generation that I knew that ran for school board. You understand what I'm saying? When there were yeah. no women on the school board at all. So that's what's part of your DNA. That's part of your lineage. That's part of your history. So no different than me when I have to make choices and decisions, not just as a mother, not just as, you know, a former wife or not just as any of that, because we never talk about that part of our lives. Right. You know, I have to make choices and decisions that make sure that the city of Niagara Falls isn't embarrassed by me because I've done X, Y, and Z because I lost my temper or because I said something in haste or because I didn't articulate well enough. But my forum is a little bit different than yours because you're dealing with school and I'm dealing with just the city of, of people itself. And so, you know, where I draw the line is I keep it a certain level of 100 and then you have to keep it you know within your restrictions so definitely good luck to you and i will see you tomorrow good luck to you we'll say a little prayer do a little dance and just you know be ready with your armor on you know and a chink to your armor is just a chink to your armor sometimes in order to have peace we have to have war first right exactly oh i love it yes exactly couldn't have said it better oh yes honey Oh, yes, honey. And, you know, the other reason that a lot of us aren't succeeding in life is because, you know, it used to be that we could drink from the skulls of our enemies, and, you know, you can't do that anymore because they would consider us Jeffrey Dahmer, and we'd be in jail. So just good luck mm-hmm. to you on that. <laughs> and that's also a part of my DNA. So I'm mm-hmm. going to let you go with that, and we're going to listen to this Kendrick Lamar track, Bring Us Out. I hope you get hyped up, and I will see you tomorrow I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my
tell me something. You motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I'd rather die than to listen to you. My DNA not for imitation. Your DNA an abomination. This how I this when you in the matrix. I just put it. Reaping what you're sowing. Stacking up the footage. Living on the go and sleeping in the pillar. Sipping from a Grammy. Walking in the building. Diamond in the ceiling. Marble on the floor. Speeches out the window. Peeking out the window. Baby in the pool. God father goes. Only Lord knows. I've been going hammer. Dodging paparazzi. Freaking through the cameras. Eating four daughters. Brock wearing sandals. Yoga on the Monday. Stretches in the van. I'm watching all the snakes. Curving all the fake. Phone never own. I don't camera stand. I don't compromise. I just send a trick. Sex, money, murder. These are the breaks. These are the times. Level number nine. Look up in the sky. Tennis on the way. Tennis on the way. Tennis on the way. Motherfucker, I got winners on the way. You ain't shit without a buddy on your belt. You ain't shit without a ticket on your plate. You ain't sick enough to put it on yourself. You ain't rich enough to hit the lot of cake. Tell me when this stretch is gonna be my fate. Gonna be a fate. Gonna be a fate. Peace to the world. Let it rotate. Sex, money, murder. And actually, just so you know, DNA stands for Dead Negro Association, as per Kendrick Lamar. Thank you, and good night.